Yeah, so um, we were just talking about uh, being present yeah. and being uh, where you're at, being present, available, Yeah, I think. And when we were discussing how we carry the things, carry our anxiety or worries, it takes away from being available and present in our lives, in our daily lives. and um. So this whole concept of being present, I'd never even thought about it um, really until probably like three years ago when I kept hearing it um, on sports teams. Um, I think it was even maybe NBA mostly, but also in the NFL. Pro guys are like, yeah, we have a team right now that's really dialed in and um, everybody's present, you know, um, or, um, yeah, I really like this new, this young rookie. Um, he's always present and learning and listening and, like, developing. And then I remember even Kyrie Irving, of all people, who is a massive character NBA do not understand him. I'm not sure he understands himself. Um, but I remember him saying his job was to be present for the team because he's got a lot going on, a very intelligent individual, very socially involved that his job is to be present for the team. So the, that's a con, that's kind of where I first started like listening or understanding that concept. Um, in my own life, I did look back and be like, oh yeah, there was times there where I was not present. And that was a coping mechanism, you know, early on when my kids were little and you need to just kind of like tune out a little bit because you can't quite handle the current, you know, five three and one year old that you're hanging out with because <laughs> it's like wow yeah what would you say being present is and it's just if someone's never really thought about being present like what would you say that is okay well there's two things that come to mind right now one is involving our current age of you know electronics people on their phone all the time here and there um, one of my best buddies we go on vacation with and um, his brother and I, we always give him crap because we're like, bro, you're on your phone. Like we've been waiting for this vacation for a year to hang out and have a good time. And you're just on your phone, like get off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the simple explanation of being present, I think. Um, but a more complex definition for me in my life is like um, when I come home from work um, and I'm tired and I don't feel like doing anything. I'm like shit, taking a shower is like a chore. Um, I want to say hello to my wife and I want to take a shower, eat, and watch sports. That's all I want to do. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, being present is um, touching base, seeing how she's doing, trying to make sure stuff in her world is good. 
for the most part. And then, you know, I do still watch sports and escape to some degree, but I try to do it hanging out with my kids, touching base with them. Kids are a little older now, so they don't require, you know, my, my kids are old enough where they don't, they wouldn't require any attention actually. Um, but that's not being present, mm -hmm. you know? So even though they're involved in all their other things, I'm like being pur purposeful about dragging their attention toward me. You'd be like, how, what was, they're not present, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of making them be present and be touching base and being like, how did your day go? What did you do? Um, you know, kind of trying to live life with them instead of side by side, paralleled, you know, trying to live life as a partner with them. Um, so I think as a really simple definition, an example, I think that would be being present in my, in my eyes. It's pretty good. It's good examples. I think the cell phone is a good example of like the distractions and how hard it is to be present. Um, even people pick up their phone all the time if they get any sense of boredom, like they want something to do, so we just grab our phones and look at it and so we don't like that bored feeling yeah you know and so we feel it and we find a way or to social it. or social awkwardness people always feel that social awkward or perceive social awkwardness with uh oh i'm interacting with something yeah and again, it's an escape. It's but that's not being present. It's escaping that moment. It's escaping that time. You know, instead of appreciating that time that you do have, you know, and being present, whether it's a social awkward situation or your family, like we find ways to escape and not be present. Um, think kind of like being present is it's engaging the moment, you know, it's, yeah. it's, uh, being available for your kids. Like you're saying it's, it's bringing yourself there. Does that make sense? So like, we escape and we pull ourselves away for whatever reason, whether we're uncomfortable or whether we're um, insecure about how, especially in social settings, like how you're going to be perceived or whatever. So you escape, but you're pulling yourself out of it. And being present is being in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that's not that easy necessarily. And it's, if you aren't present, then you can't bring your strengths. You can't bring your gifts. Okay, sure. You know what I mean? So yeah. if, if you're, but the trick is, is learning how to be present, I think. Cause people, a lot of people like we're 
I was saying, like, you'll just grab your phone and start looking at it, you know, and, and learning to be present. So you have to be aware of your feelings and what's going on. And so if you're carrying around a bunch of emotional baggage or anxieties about even what's going on in the world, it's you it's really hard to be present with where you're at because you're preoccupied you're there's something else taking up the space in your mind and with where you're at that you can't engage so if you have a bunch of things on your mind like it's really hard to ask your wife even how she's doing you know because you don't have space for it mm-hmm. or to take time to talk to your children to see with where they're at even though you're forcing them to be present, you know what I mean? Like they'll eventually they'll get it, but um, it's also a way of offering your strength to people in different situations. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, It's being available to be even available to be used by God or by just offering your strength and and being available, you know, in helping your kids or talking to your wife, you know, if you aren't available, maybe she needs something. It could be as simple as open this pickle jar, you know, but like (laughs) it's, it's a strength and it's useful, but if you're not out in the ring, if you're not out there engaged in it, like you're going to get hit in the face. Like you, if you're in a ring and you're not a hundred percent in the ring, you're going to get whooped. You're going to get punched in the face. You're going to get knocked out. But now, now think about that in your family. If you're not present, you're not engaged. You're going to get smacked around in the family. You're going to get smacked around in business. Like, it, whatever arena you're fighting in, if you're not present and aware of what's going on, like, you're going to lose. It, there's no way, two ways about it. Whether it's being a husband or being a father or running a business, like, if you're not aware of, let's say tax law and you're not fully engaged and present and taking care of that, like you end up in jail for tax fraud. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. at very at the very least owing interests to the government. I think you hit on a really interesting point. You said um if you're not present you're not bringing your strengths. So as men, are we, I feel like there's been a devalue of the man in society. So as, as men, do we understand that we do have strengths to bring and have added value? I think that whole concept is being diminished. Oh, for sure. I mean, without a doubt, trying to erase, even trying to erase men from history books, 
you know, like, like as a white man, like, okay, like Jefferson was a bad president, you know, well, <laughs> you know, like hindsight's twenty twenty, you know, so we're going to go back 200 years and judge how they live life. Not like Out of a, context. You know. Yeah. But even today, like, there's a serious attack on it. I mean, when was the last time you saw a TV show where the man wasn't a buffoon? You know, he wasn't just the butt of every joke. You know? And so men aren't useful. They aren't, they don't have strength. They're just to be laughed at, mm -hmm. you know, but that's not, it's not doing, a, it's not doing any good for our society for sure. And we're just, it, there's a natural physical strength that comes with being a man, you know, like, plain like my wife is never going to bench press half of what I can bench press even if I stop working out for the next six years sure you know but then there so there's that there's physical security in that but then there's also um, as the leader of your home and as a man like there's strength in that that you can help that you can be a help yeah. And you're not a burden. You have something to offer. Yeah. And I think the big... Yeah. There's strength to be offered. Um, I think there's a big question mark in men. In do I have it? Do I have it? To have what the strength, to have what it takes, and that's a, another question. But you have it; you just maybe need reassurance of it. I don't know. Well, yeah, I was going to say um, what I see is a whole lot of lack of confidence from men in general, um, and then um, with a lack of confidence comes you know um making up for that lack <clears throat> making up for that lack of confidence and shows of you know over machismo you know i'm too confident so i gotta act like a badass to prop myself up to <laughs> you know that's a really that's a common thing to see clearly but i think in general there's a lack of confidence of um who I am as a man, what is my added value? Um, you know, a lot, a lot of guys are fairly good with sacrifice. I mean, clearly women are very good at sacrifice as well too, but um, even just sacrifice is huge added value, but it's not just sacrifice to be getting your ass kicked every day. It's sacrifice for a means of winning at life, you know, paying your bills and um, raising your kids to be respectful and to um, not have a um, weak mentality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, even 
like that machismo alpha male, super alpha male persona like that also it pulls away again from being present you know because you're filling you're filling that space with something that's not real yeah you know what I mean and you hear that like and it's not it's not really being present it's not being present requires the real you, you know. It takes work. Yeah. The insecurities, the strengths and weaknesses, the all those things. Like, there's things I'm not good at, you know. And to be present, to be aware of that, you know, and... It allows you to... If you're aware of those things, it allows you, if you're vulnerable, it allows you to, to get help where you need help. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's things that my wife is just better at. She's better at administration. She's better at those things. And so like relying on her for those things like and, but you have to be present and talk about it and communicate it you know it it's also really hard to be present when you have all those insecurities you know i'm not saying you don't have insecurity like we, everybody has areas that they struggle with and that are insecure but um, if, um, those insecurities, well, I'll say it <laughs> again. Mind. Well, I was going to say, um, that's probably my fault with my cell phone on, I apologize, but, um, <clears throat> I was going to say, Speaking to that point, um, it took me a long time as a young man to be strong enough to um, to be a vulnerable man, or, or, or to be strong enough to even, you know, I was a real know-it-all when I was young, um, real know-it-all, like, people didn't like to be around me, and I thought I was just adding value because I was telling everybody how things actually were instead of what they thought they were. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was really hard for me to like, you know, admit I'm weak at this or I'm not good at this, you know, um, which I think is pretty normal. Yeah. So yeah, like there are insecurities that we sit with and cause we all like, we all have them, but to be, to process them and to work through them <laughs> so that you can be present, you know, that, um, because if you're, if you're always holding on to those things and a lot of us do it subconsciously, almost like it's just a natural pattern. And so our insecurities about, uh, even, being socially accepted, like being rejected. So you don't 
engage in a group, yeah. you know, or you're afraid your wife's going to reject you because you had this thought or that, you know, and, and working through those and, and being able to talk through those with whoever and to bring those again, bring them to Christ and so that he can't, because he, he, he can heal those insecurities and help you so that when you're with, when you're present with someone that insecurities aren't there, they aren't at the forefront of your mind and you can act differently and you can engage in a different level. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is we're spelling out a whole bunch of issues that are complex that we all kind of deal with. And it comes down again to one real core solution. And that is knowing who you are in Christ. Um, so as we wrap up this podcast, let's just say again, like, Christ did everything for us. We don't have to be strong on our own. We don't even have to have solutions on our own. We have to, our only goal is to rest in what he has done for us. And that is not an easy thing to do because we're built to be self-sufficient, self-reliant. It takes a little work. Um, so moving forward, as a listener, us too, in our own lives, continually got to keep dialing in and be like, God did the work for us. Jesus did the work for us. So we need to focus on him and focus on letting him win all the battles, focus on letting him be our strength. If I can focus on letting Jesus be my strength and maybe I don't have to show out as a dumbass man that has all the answers that's a know-it-all that's so strong I have to drive a big loud truck and act like a jerk to people I don't have to do that now mm -hmm. therefore my life's turning out to be better than it was before <laughs> Men in the Ring podcast. Like, subscribe, advertise, share. Thanks for listening. And yeah, have a good day. Thanks. Thanks.